Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Stop talking like Why this. Why does this bit keep happening? I, is this is the way the actors on Riverdale talk throughout the entire show. That's like, not true. hey, I'm Archie and I'm Jughead. Oh, I'm a character who has one line and then you don't see again. Uh, I'm Pops. Okay, all right with this shit. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are talking about the latest episode of Riverdale on. An amazing episode. Of Riverdale. Yes. Coming in hot. Yeah, you're just, uh, you're ready to go, basically. I'm dying to talk about this episode. Episode three. Yes, episode three. Uh, This, uh, we should probably give people a little bit of a reminder of what happened. What? It's a fine. Oh, Give them okay. A you're so no, cavalier. No, no, so, you're, there's so much stuff I want to talk about. I don't have time uh, for a fucking recap. You're just being very antagonistic right off of the bat. I know, you're like a real Cheryl Blossom. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, you man. know what I'm talking about, Cheryl? Oh, man, that is, that is rich. That is that rich. That is accurate. Rich. That is rich. Pete's got a little spider brooch. He is a real Cheryl Blossom. Yeah, I'm going to call you spider brooch for the rest of the episode. Spider brooch, spider brooch, <laughs> does whatever a brooch does, usually does. It looks good on different sweaters. It's a brooch, and it's spider brooch. Don't poke yourself, or you'll get radioactive blood. That's a great bit, guys. Anyways. None of these are bits. This is just life. Yeah, we just, we're just hanging Talk out. about the app. <laughs> The episode. Okay, so uh, the stuff you've missed this season, uh, if you know what the RG comics are, it's like that, but dark. Nice. Yeah, good sum up. Except also, Archie's dad, Fred Andrews, got shot right in the diner. Luke Perry. He was in the diner. He doesn't have a physical diner inside of him that he got shot. It's a chocolate shot. Yeah, it's a chocolate shot. He got shot uh, by a guy wearing clearly a ski mask, but everybody insists on calling it a black hood. And that guy in the black hood has gone on to do a bunch of other stuff, including a child molester named Mrs. Grundy. uh, He he killed her. Yeah, he murdered her with a bow. Of some kind. Yes. Of of someone. Yes, it was the one that Archie gave. Right, we don't know that. Yeah, we definitely know that. You're like the opposite of a detective. You 
Erase clues. <laughs> so anyways, get past the stupid shit already. The stupid shit? What are you talking about? And they were getting to the point, which is the huge thing that happened the past uh, last episode at the end is that uh, Midge and Moose got shot to death. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And honestly, the end of the last episode was a such an intense, uh, like the movie Zodiac, if you haven't watched that, it was just yeah. such an homage to Zodiac. Uh, the, the Black Hood killer... Uh, opens the car door, the Donovan song, Hurdy Gurdy Man is playing, and he shoots uh, Midge and Moose. Yeah, and from Zodiac to this episode, Archie becomes a real mind hunter, chasing down the Black Hood. Very cool. That's a David Fincher reference. Yeah, I love it. You're crossing lines, and it's totally It's awesome. Uh, What else do people need to know? Probably some dating stuff, right? Uh, Jughead... Is being tempted by the Southside Serpents. He's now on the bad school in Riverdale. Yes. And he's trying to fit in there while also balancing time dating Betty, a.k.a. Yep. Bughead. That's their ship name. That's their ship name is Bughead. Um, also, if you don't Ver- know what those words mean, just email us. We'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and Veronica's dad, Hiram Lodge, is finally back in town. Super rich, super evil, doing some weird stuff. Everybody now in the Lodge family talks super slow to each other and very yeah. carefully, like they're walking in a minefield. And I think that's pretty much what you need to know, right? Archie dating Veronica, uh, important. Uh, yes, Archie is dating Veronica, and also Kevin Keller likes to fuck people in the woods. Oh, I don't know. He's not fucking anyone. Oh, uh, uh, sure he is. He's hooking so up. your problem is the fucking part, not the woods part. No, I... The woods part is accurate. It's the fucking part we, is not shown. Okay, so now we're... Sure, it's not like speed. the Red Shoe Diaries. We're all up to speed. Let's get into now, it. that's a reference I can get into. <laughs> oh, boy. Holy shit, this episode is intense. There's so much to unpack. Wait, sorry, real quick. Are you talking about a Red Shoe Diaries episode? No, I'm not talking about that bullshit. The one with the erotic erotic I'm sorry. Did you read our spec script? (laughs) (laughs) Can we please talk about this episode before I murder both of you with my bare hands? It's about an erotic podcast. (laughs) There's three guys. They host a comic book podcast. Okay, so the episode starts. uh, They put on those red shoes. What happens next? Nobody knows. So episode starts with the uh, fighting of the ladies over who's going to bring their dad coffee because the they both want the ladies. They both begun. want to know. They both want something from their evil dad. You're t- well, one of them is married to. Yeah, him. so not. Uh, so yeah. uh, Hiram Lodge is in his study. It's yeah. a very secret study that no one's allowed. No to one's into. allowed into. And uh, Hermione. Do you think? Can I interrupt for a second? Do you think what he's doing in there is growing a mustache? Because that's what I think's going on. Uh, Alex, of course, get pushing his, his fucking mustache uh, his, agenda. Uh, like in the comic lip books, hair agenda. In the comic books, Hiram Lodge has a mustache that's his defining characteristic. It's the only thing that makes him special as a character, and they have ripped it off of him almost literally on this show. Uh, that is, while that is heartbreaking, that is definitely not a part of this episode. Yeah, there's nothing to do with this. They'll so, get to it. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, so we have this uh, sort of broad strokes. This episode touches on, like, a million things. Yeah, this it's is, insane. Uh, we're jumping around from, from so many moments between these characters. I feel like there's a lot of just setting up and keeping the ball in the air in this episode. Uh, so, well, yeah, uh, as Alex alluded to, we uh, we have... Kevin running in the woods. Wait, no, fuck you. There's, we're not blowing past everything. We're going to go blow by blow about? here. That's the first thing that happens in the episode. No, the we're first not... thing that happens is the uh, coffee moment. 
Uh, no, I think the first no, thing the is, first Kevin, thing in is Kevin running in the woods. Uh, and Kevin, because that's where it picks right up after uh, with Jughead's uh, sort of dialogue where he's like being menacing. And we get the right at the aftermath of the shooting of Mitch and Moose. Uh, Kevin's hooking up with a, another person who, right, wearing the same clothes as him <laughs> running yeah. in the woods. Very athletic hookup scene. Uh, and he sees Midge run out of the car, and um, not neither Moose nor Midge die, which is a relief because I really thought yeah. that was gonna, yeah. that was a shocking end to the episode. That was crazy. I told you uh, last episode that when I saw that, I out loud, and You're I like, never do no. this. I pulled a Pete. I went, no, 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 because you don't kill Midge and Moose. Yeah, Miss Evil molesting Miss Grundy, I can see, but not Midge and Moose. And there's a moment like that, which I'm sure we'll get to later in the episode, where I again vocalized out loud. Yeah. I look forward. So that happens. Then we get the coffee moment. Well, wait. We should mention how Midge and Moose survived. Uh, Midge did not get shot. Moose, who is basically made out of bricks, covered her with his body, and uh, everybody's fine. Yeah, I think Moose may be a mutant. I think so. I think he got bitten by a radioactive moose. Does he have moose powers? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. He yeah. got bit by a moose. Is he slow at crossing the road? That's a moose power. That's all he's got. <laughs> Look out. He's a regular moose. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys so oh, much. Uh, so this show would be great if he was Dude, just... why are you guys focusing on the stupid shit? Can we please talk about I think, all uh, the amazing things that boy, This is the smart shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so let's talk. What do you want to talk about then? Yeah. Oh, my God, there's so much. Okay. Uh, so what is this coffee moment that you keep going on about? Well, that's uh, this is like this power play between the mother and the daughter. Now that their dad's back, they're both trying to get on his good side. And it starts this huge inward fighting that wasn't there before. Where, like, she, she Veronica got along with her mom okay, but now they are, like, drawing lines in the sand. They fucking hate each other. They're at each other's throats. It is insane, the tension between those two now. Should we just talk about sort of all of the Lodge stuff throughout the Yeah, sure. We can talk about the Lodge stuff. Uh, I would like to lodge a complaint. (laughs) Cool. Uh, It is weird. Like, they have taken Hermione Lodge, which who in the previous season was sort of a nuanced character, who, like, was uh, having a romance with uh, Fred Andrews um, while also... Uh, with Luke Perry, uh, with the actor who plays him, and dealing with uh, her husband being in jail and sort of the repercussions of that, being a good mother to Veronica. Yeah. And now she's become this weird caricature. And she seems like something from a soap opera yeah. where she's just like mean for no reason. We see her always just standing behind Hiram and being like Well, casually. this is jumping around, but I do think we get a sense... Maybe not of why, but of how later in the episode. Uh, after we go through it, there's a scene towards the end where Hiram is standing behind Hermione while they're looking in a mirror, and she is visibly terrified. So yeah. I don't know... I, I don't want to say necessarily that he hits her or beats her or anything like that, but there's definitely something going on where she is scared for her life. Yeah, It definitely feels that way, which... I mean, that's that's interesting to me because I want to see how that plays out. I hope they yeah. honor that and it's not just a, a, a change they're making randomly. Yeah. Because I do think she she seems terrified. And the, the episode sort of 
bears the, that out. Hiram is is menacing. Later yeah. on, um, there's a lot like Archie and Hiram meet for the first time. This guy time. is a fucking straight up villain, and it just drives me insane how casual they are around him. And also, by the way, he murdered their old butler or got rid of him or something. Nobody cares about that. Just got rid of him. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I don't think he murdered him. I'm pretty sure he murdered him. <laughs> you don't, you can't kill Smithers. Yeah, well, Smithers is mortal. cannon. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. anyways, he's no longer around, and no one seems to fucking care. So, how'd you like uh, Archie meeting Hiram? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. You, I feel like you're getting towards something by asking that. Uh, not uh, per se, but I feel like the interesting flip in this is Veronica in this episode is desperately trying to like uh, sort of get back together and be friends with her dad. Yeah, she uh, has a sleepover so that they, everybody can meet. And Archie and Veronica have a scene at the chocolate shop where... Uh, Veronica is trying to sell her dad to Archie, which is a total flip of the comic book trope. In mm-hmm. Archie Comics, it's always uh, Veronica trying to sell Archie to Hiram. So I thought that was a, that's an interesting flip. It's sort of yeah. like Hiram's the he's in Ben and Jail, he's a problem, and Veronica has to be like Archie. Please, you're gonna like him. It's gonna be great. Yeah, that's that's very interesting because that upsets all so much of the Archie like stereotype and scene. And work. then when right. they do. Oh, go ahead. When they do meet, it's kind of like this, oh, shit, what's he going to do? And he's like, hey, let me talk to Archie a little bit. And you're like, what is he really going to want to talk about? Yeah, Hiram's totally menacing to Archie, but he does invite him back into this sacred chamber. Right, which drives Veronica and her mom, like, insane because they don't get to go in there. Right. Well, the... This is where I, I really like the scene, and uh, this is towards the end of the episode. Hiram and Archie are talking. Hiram is being menacing, he's being manipulative, but he's being very positive towards Archie, but it feels like we are starting to get to that classic comic book dynamic where he's threatening him, he's getting him to do what he wants. Because in the comics, Hiram hires Archie all the time to do stuff. Yeah. Even though Archie is constantly blowing up his house and destroying his factories in order to make Veronica happy. Here... Archie has been building up, uh, and we should probably talk about the comic book implications again, to battle the Black Hood, who he insists has a hood. Again, I want to say it's definitely a ski mask. Yeah. He is building up a red circle based on a comic book that he finds in his toolbox, which is a classic Archie comic book. Uh, And the red circle is a vigilante gang who is going to battle the Black Hood. Hiram is encouraging Archie to use the red circle to go violent. In fact, he uh, is the... The instigator. He tells yeah, that's Archie. the whole thing. Like his evil plan for talking with Archie is to encourage him to raise this Archie's army and uh, uh, to that's encourage. That's a much him. better name, by the way. Archie's army. It's better than, than the, the Red Circle. Than the Red Circle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like we should go jumping back and talk about that whole story because it's crazy. Yeah. Also, it was really insane that like the gun was there and then it was like the comics like i was like what the fuck so is this so in the at the end of last episode we saw that archie bought a gun from from dilton right the least expected gun dealer in riverdale really dilton. i don't know but last season he was the guy who shot the gun that yeah he seems like the gun yeah, but guy he did yeah, that they he, established that he was a survivalist and a gun yeah guy. yeah he was a yeah, crazy but he, person he was like a sort of a, a, a maybe more aggressive boy scout and then we've jumped this season where he's dealing a handgun to archie 
That's a big, that, I'm just saying that's a big change from the comics. I, it's a big change from the comics, but again, they already made that change, calling him a survivalist last yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was pretty well established. Yeah. Dilton's uh, crazy. It still catches catch me up. In this you know episode, what he's inventing? he invented selling handguns. Yeah, he doesn't do any inventing in this show. Instead, in this episode, he's in the back of the room when Archie's trying whittling. to recruit for his army, whittling like a stake. Crazy. <laughs> he's person. not whittling like a fun little thing, he's whittling like a Dracula murdering snake. <laughs> it was a crazy scene. Yeah, also, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but do you think there are going to be Draculas on the show? Uh, do you mean vampires or Draculas? Uh, Draculas. Do you mean a series of Draculas? I mean a series of Draculas. Oh, okay. A series uh, of larger Draculas each time. Um, yes, definitely. Great. Uh, no, I, maybe in the Sabrina series that is uh, oh, yeah, spinning out. All right, but we're getting like, we got to reel this stats. back in. So let's, so let's talk about Archie. Yeah, so he uh, he talks to his dad a bunch of times. Well, no, like, first we get, get Archie. <laughs> they reestablish that he's a football player. They yes. were like, oh, yeah, Archie still plays football. Then in the huddle where everybody gets their news, it's like, okay, huddle up, guys. Hey, Moose is shot. You guys know Moose is shot? Well, the thing is with a lot of football teams, the huddle is where they do exchange news. They talk yeah. about like uh, This like is actually something, articles. and now we're really jumping all over the place, but I wanted to talk about a little bit. the uh, Right after we find out Moose and Midge are okay and that Kevin Keller is fucking people in the woods... We go to that weird common room in the center of Riverdale High that uh, all the students get to hang out in and is beautiful yeah. and gorgeous. It's like a great teacher. And Veronica is like, guys, I know Moosin got shot. I know Midge got shot. I know there's a vigilante on the loose. They killed her old teacher. But also, The Bachelor is on, and you uh, guys should come hold home for up. a It's not called The Bachelor. It's called The Matchelorette. Oh. And I feel like the writers of Riverdale are very proud of that pun. Yeah, because they say the word bachelorette like five times in this show, and yeah. it's not a thing. Yeah, wait, is it? They said bachelorette. Yeah, it's the bachelorette. Oh, yeah, I, I missed that. I just heard it as bachelorette and moved on. And wow. we're mad about it, but no, they yeah. say the bachelorette. They, they had, do. Veronica they throws also, up bachelorette party. They also uh, Kevin Keller was using grindum, not grinder. Yes, uh, there which is sounds definitely way grosser. Well, I it, like how you caught that, but bachelor, bachelorette, nothing. Uh, I, I don't hear the difference between M's and B's. Okay. Uh, that is weird. Anyways, uh, yeah, it was a very weird transition where it was like, hey, guys, uh, this is what the show is about and what we do, but I also want to have a sleepover because right. well, I think Archie uh, Comics. To take that seriously for a moment, though, what I took that as, I know they're playing that as like, this is kind of a funny moment where we're talking about the serious stuff and we got to switch it to fun stuff. But that's the crazy place that Riverdale is in right now. That people yeah. are just being murdered all over the place. And there's a vigilante gag of teenagers with their shirts off and hoods running around all over the place as well. And everybody's like, yeah, but, you know, we also kind of live our lives. So, yeah, well, it is. That's what is good about this show, I think, yeah. though, is like they just let it all happen. And so let's lay it out. Uh, we have So Archie and Fred talk pretty casually about like life, like, oh, we don't have guns in our house. Then we see Archie go to the basement amidst a crazy, like, shitty song. Oh, playing. my God, that was so intense and weird. It was like Kid Rock if it was worse. Yeah, it was way <laughs> over the top, and I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. And then reaches for his Gun. So he's got the gun that he bought from Dilton, the inventor. Underneath his comics, and I was like, this is way too on the nose. His Red Circle comics. Backstory yep. there, uh, Red Circle comics were the, was the superhero line for Archie Comics, where yep. there is a comic called The Black Hood, yep. about a, uh, a character who wears a black hood and uh, compels him 
to do good. And this is probably a good note to talk about what you talked about the last episode, that what we find out about the Black Hood this episode is that he views himself the way that he does in the comic books. That yeah, he's a vigilante hero. Right, he's a vigilante hero, or at least he sees himself as a vigilante hero. He sees a darkness coming into Riverdale, and he is eliminating it. And he has reasons for taking care of everybody. That uh, why, did, why did he shoot Fred Andrews? Because he's boring? <laughs> he said, I didn't like 90210, and then he shot it. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of missed the reasoning for Fred Andrews went a little well, by. They, like don't, they don't talk about it. They no, don't, he, we does, don't know. He, no he, he does mention it. Uh, I think it's because he used the Southside Serpents yeah. and was kind of doing illegal dealings on his construction It was definitely site. about illegal being yeah. a, a criminal. And then uh, Grundy, of course, molested a crazy amount of children, all with the same Yeah, we don't know the numbers. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. crazy about. And uh, Midge and Moose, of course, were uh, using that old jingle jangle. Jingle jangle, yes. Yeah, they're yeah, drug, jingle jangle. Uh, they're just drugged up and sexed up. So the reason we, the way we learn that is that uh, midway through the episode, a package is dropped off uh, with uh, the Cooper at the Cooper household. Uh, with uh, which drove me insane because Betty is so smart that she's like, "Oh, mom, here's this." Crazy looking package that came for you. You're not going to be suspicious about that. You're suspicious about everything, but all of a sudden you ignore this part. Also, what made me mad was Betty was like, hey guys, Archie's going insane. Her so called, like, love of her life, best friend. He's like, I was saying, and he wants to talk about these murders and how they're related. And she's like, that, we don't know that they're related. Like, what the fuck? You've been going on crazy leaps of all these different things. Archie comes up with one, and you're completely ignoring him? To be fair, Archie is very stupid. Yeah, and it's also... I would say to Archie, yo, dude, chill. Like, you want to solve multiple murders across two towns? Like, relax. <laughs> yeah. There's just a bunch of people dying. It's no big deal. And what Archie's the not fuck, the guy guys? to solve... Chill out and watch The Matchlorette. Yeah, See, that's what which I'm saying. Gotta you guys be a are great all show. brainwashed. Archie's the only one who's woke, and it's fucking driving me crazy that people aren't like, hey, there's murders going around. We've been solving crimes left and right. Archie has an idea, and you're all like, fuck you, dude. We don't solve crimes. Archie's way of solving it is to create an actual army. I'm not saying it's a good idea. <laughs> I'm just saying, why don't we stop and listen to the fact that there are all these uh, well, things okay, tying all right, so let, okay, oh, well, Again, to be fair... All of last season, Betty and Jughead were like, we're legit investigating crimes and solving them and following up clues and following up leads. And Archie was like, I got to get a singing career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why would they trust him when he's like, here's a bunch of random shit that I put together? Well, Turns out he's correct, but that's almost like he made a mistake. And I, his way of dealing with it is insane. Like He yes. has a meeting with the other, the other football players, and he's like, we need to form an army. And they're like, yes. And he looks at his gun and looks at his comics. Like, it's called the Red Circle. They hand out flyers to every person in town saying, <laughs> we're an army called the Red Circle and, in a small town. And not only that, but the principal is like, that sounds like a good idea for an after-school club. Yeah, yeah. Sheriff Keller is like, covers. hey, Archie, this is fucked up. I'm a cop, and yeah. that's my job. And the team uh, the uh, principal Waldo. Weatherby. Uh, no, his name's Waldo. 
Waldo Weatherby. Waldo Weatherby, but yeah. they call him Waldo, which is like, yeah, give him some respect. Yeah, where is he? You know? uh, he's like, uh, no, no, it's a fun club that I'm supporting. And then by <laughs> the end of the episode, Archie and a bunch of dudes who have red masks and no shirts, many of them, <laughs> which the- is sort of Archie's No, thing. what was yeah. great was reversed. Archie was the only one wearing a shirt in this episode. That's how you know he's serious. Dudes. Yeah, all the dudes yeah. didn't have shirts on. But yeah. why is Archie, this is jumping ahead a bit, but why is Archie not wearing a mask? Oh, I thought you were going to say shirt. Uh, uh, he's Because no. he's, <laughs> he, he's already, not, like, he's one of the handout flyers. He's the, the face of it. He can't hide. It's insane wearing... to me that Archie, here's, here's the they thing. shoot I, a video because uh, Hiram Lodge is like, shoot a video, Archie. Archie makes a video threatening the whole town, basically, and, like, being insane. Here's yeah. what I think. He's just yelling at the camera. There's a yeah. dude, like, flexing his uh, muscle, his pecs, yeah. in the background. Here's what I think. I think Archie is so dumb, he thinks people can't recognize him with his shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, eyes up here, guys. It's me, Archie. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, yeah, I was really disappointed how Betty was not... Betty's usually the smartest one, and not, and she's just like, nah, I don't feel like doing that kind of stuff. And it was just upset. Yeah. Also, she was a fucking complete dick to Kev. Kev is like, hey, I'm as this person. This is who I am. I'm gay. I like to hook up with people in the woods. Stop telling me to not be me. Yeah, I did. I did really like that moment to the end between Kevin and Betty because Betty is very worried about Kevin Keller, which is yeah. Because she fair. was like, "Can you lay off dudes for like five minutes so you can oh, not well, get killed?" She she's making a very fair point, which is people are getting murdered all over the place. If he's hooking up with people out in the woods and there's a crazy vigilante who's killing people for anything, they might kill Kevin Keller. But he brings up a really great point, yeah. which is they're in a small town that can only support two high schools, a dance club, any time of the night, yeah. an entire gang, a drive-in movie theater, and a, a newspaper, uh, several Multiple outlets, uh, TV outlets as well, and that's and a chocolate shop, the one restaurant, right. and that's it. There's not a lot of gay guys there, so he doesn't have a lot of options, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. I know he's really up against it, except for Moose, uh, who he was hooking up with. Right now, and there is actually sort of a, a nice scene where he visits Moose in the hospital, yeah. and he's like, "What's up with you and Midge?" And he's like, "I need to do this." And then he's like, "Please stay, Kevin, yeah. for a while." And Kevin leaves. Like uh, that it's was one of the stuff. scenes where I was like, "Oh, this these are characters who are dealing with stuff, and they're actually." Like, it's complicated, as opposed yeah. to so many scenes with Archie where he's like, um, I'm a menace, and, like, all this <laughs> random stuff that he's saying, yeah. which I, feels so simple. Right, whatever. You guys like to point out how dumb Archie is. Anyways, I think that uh, that's, it's just one of those things where, like, I, I was just disappointed in Betty in a lot in this episode. I was really disappointed with where she was and how she was uh, interacting with her friends. I mean... The fact that, uh, you know, she's basically asking someone to not be themselves for a little bit so they don't get murdered. And it's like, well, you know, what what are we living for then if I can't do the things that I want to do? Right. Well, I mean, let's get into some Betty uh, because we have a whole Jughead uh, plot in this episode that is uh, the changes coming. We need to talk about 
Jughead and where uh, how he's doing over at that other school. So Jughead's going to the school on the south side, which ha- is like you know it's rough because there's a chain link fence in the cafeteria, <laughs> right? <laughs> which is like yo what? That's yo, but not- can we talk about something that was just casually mentioned? What's that? Sure. I love things that are so casually mentioned. He's hey, getting, you know what? Casually mentioned it to us. Thanks. So he's getting the tour, right? More from ca- a more serpent. Casual, more casual. Uh, I don't do casual. Uh, so he's getting the tour from the serpent friend. And she's like, yeah, these are the bad kids or whatever. The ghoulies. Yeah. Uh, which, by <laughs> the way, they're also cannibals. She said they're fucking cannibals. That's how bad they are. Yeah. Dude. Have you ever seen the movie Ghoulies? No. They're cannibals. Well, anyways... Like, why the fuck is that? Ghoulies, I just want to specify. There was a series called Ghoulies that was a ripoff of Gremlins. And uh, the only thing I know about it was the cover had a ghoulie popping out of the toilet. And the slogan was like, they're in the toilet or something like that. I mean, that's the last place you want to find a ghoulie. That's what I'm saying. I actually was worried about it for a while. It came out when I was young. And I was like, oh, I don't want ghoulies to pop out of the toilet. But the only thing I really knew was the cover of the VHS. And obviously, Jughead has the same fear. He's worried the ghoul is going to pop out of the toilet of his life. Yes, that's why I identify with Jughead. Uh, Sorry, casually continue. So, (laughs) you can't just, like, why the fuck isn't that a big deal? Like, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, these bunch of people over here are cannibals. I think she was just saying that. She wasn't, I don't think she's implying that this other gang eats people. Well, she fucking said it, and then nobody mentioned it again. And I was like... What the fuck? There's all these murders and all these crazy things going on, and nobody thinks, hey, maybe we should fucking talk to these cannibals over here who are eating people. They're not these ghoulies who are hepped up on jiggle jaggle, <laughs> <laughs> giving each other the old sticky maple. Uh, all the time. You guys both sound like 65 year old men on your porch being like, there's teenagers are eating people. Yeah. They're doing jingle jangle. I'm just, I'm just saying, somebody was giving me a tour of the school and then casually mentioned, yeah, those kids over there are cannibals. First of like, all, well, first the- question, why are you getting a tour of a school, Pete? That seems yeah, awfully you, suspicious. You you're, like, be in you're like 56 years old. Why the fuck are you mentioning, worried about that one part where there are people eating people at a school and nobody cares? Oh, my God. You're, uh, I rarely use the word fake news, but you're a crazy person, and this is <laughs> fake news. That's not, they're not actually eating people. I you will don't say- know that. She said they're fucking cannibals, and it's a fucking wired fence. It's a crazy school over there. Uh, so Jughead a crazy needs school. to get I the fuck I, out of there. Can I, can I venture a guess why you wanted to bring this up, Justin? Uh, yes. Because there's going to be some romantic entanglements yes. for Jughead. And so Betty. Jughead's in this, the Southside School because um, that's where he lives, and that's yeah. house districting works. Um, he has ger- been gerrymandered into the Southside School. Uh, he's getting a tour word. from Tony Topaz. A uh, brand new character. We meet this episode. Who uh, is a photographer? Uh, yep. Jughead spends a lot of this episode reigniting the paper on the south side called, I believe, the red and blue. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. As opposed to the blue and gold, I think, yeah. from uh, Riverdale. Both terrible names for newspapers. Yeah, Go not on. great uh, reads. Uh, there's some people using Jingle Jangle right on school oh, property. right out in the open. I know. They're a bunch of fucking That's the cannibals. kind of school it is. Uh, yeah, you guys are upset about that, but if somebody was just eating somebody in the cafeteria, you wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you don't, yeah, Someone yeah. says cannibals, you don't give a fuck. Here's no, a thing. I hung with the cannibals in high school. They, they're up on that old Jingle Jangle. Yeah, you, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, getting know. a lot of a real East Dillon vibe from this Southside school. Absolutely. You know what I'm talking about. But, very you know much. About? Uh, <laughs> I was proud. 
out of Jughead lights. in the beginning for saying that he wasn't in the Serpents. Yeah. You know, like he took a hard stance on that. But he is in the Serpents. Right, and he's the leader of the Serpents. And actually, that's what I have uh, some issues with Jughead. First off, what is it with these kids and newspapers? Like he goes to school and he's like, hey. I'm starting a shitty newspaper. Right, at both this places. School. So they can be detectives and get down to you all the. You don't need a newspaper to be a detective. Yes, you use yeah. as a cover. As like, Guys, why, are you, why are you at this crime scene? I'm covering it for the newspaper. You know how hard it is to start a newspaper? He's starting a newspaper. Yeah. Do you know who doesn't cover uh, crime scenes? High school newspapers. Yeah, yeah they exactly. Do. In this town, they fucking do. Yeah, of course they do. Also, what happened that all of the high school newspapers shut down? Yeah, I know. Real media blackout, unfortunately. Absolutely. They use the Media I do also family. like the new teacher, the new Dangerous Minds teacher that yeah. shows up who's like, oh, these kids don't listen to me. I think he should try uh, teaching them that rap is the same as Shakespeare. That's a great idea. The Dylan Dylan contest with Bob Dylan, Dylan Thomas. Yo, don't step to me when it comes to Dangerous Minds knowledge. Uh, (laughs) So Jughead, here's the the essential (laughs) issue we need to talk about is Jughead has a His Girl Friday in both of these schools. He has Betty, uh, who is like his sidekick or their work together to solve cases. Now he has Tony Topaz, who is like helping him solve cases in on the South Side. Right. That is a problem for Jughead. Here's what I think. We something that we haven't seen all season that gets mentioned when Cheryl Blossom and Betty confront Kevin Keller is Dark Betty gets brought up. Yeah, the dark, yes. also Dark like, if you want to talk about somebody eating somebody, Dark Betty is going to eat Tony Topaz. Yes. That's my b- prediction. By dark the end Betty's of the season. A Yo, I love She's the a dark. ghoulie. She's, I love <laughs> She's a ghoulie. <laughs> she's going to have what what hit of that jingle jangle. Yeah, and ghoulie. she's going to ghoulie out. Uh, I did like the Dark Betty uh, moment. Also, uh, Cheryl continues to be fantastic. Uh, what was that like? We got to get back to what's going to happen between Dark Betty and Tony Topaz. What do you think is going to happen, Pete? I don't think it's going to be an issue. I think. What Jug- the fuck are you talking You're about? Have person. you never seen a television show? No, I think that <laughs> Jughead's going to choose and it'll be fine. I don't think Who's it's he going to choose? I think he's going. He's going uh, serpent. He's keeping it in the family. He's yeah. going Tony Topaz. And, you, yeah. and, you think and you're gonna fine be with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're down with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so here's here's the scene. Uh, Tony Topaz and Jughead are kissing at yeah. the red and blue. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, yes. And yeah. Then, the red and blue. Uh, yeah. Betty comes in with a third coffee pot, mm-hmm. presenting. He's like, "Whoa, <laughs> what are you guys doing?" And Jughead's like, "I choose Tony Topaz." And Betty says. That is fine. And leaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she goes and murders a bunch of people. And, uh, yeah, yeah. She ghoulies out on some jingle yeah. jangle. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love the terminology we use when we talk about this show. Uh, <laughs> we have we've set up a villain at uh, Southside in the form of Sweet Pea, uh, who is uh, well, a villain, maybe slash friend. Uh, who is a Southside Serpent. Yo, Jughead was getting beat the fuck up, dude. I was proud of Jughead for staying strong. Dude. He got beat up by the ghoulies, though. No, yeah, he I have got a crazy beat up by the serpents. No, he got beat up by the ghoulies. Wait, no, the serpents made him beat. beat I think the serpents pulled strings and were like, "Ghoulies, you got beat the fuck out of this." Guy. You think the serpents are friends with the ghoulies? I think they yeah. Well, I think the ghoulies are scared of the serpents. So if the serpents tell them to do something, they'll do it. No, the whole thing is the ghoulies uh, saw that Jughead was rejecting the serpent, so he's a solo get. So they were like, let's go beat up, let's get the ghoulies together and go beat up that serpent. Yeah, but that doesn't make Jughead want to join them because they beat the show. He doesn't want to, no one wants him to join the ghoulies. He's a serpent separated from the rest of his snake pack. 
In the movie Ghoulies, when the Ghoulies <laughs> pop out of the toilet, the only thing that could stop them is a serpent popping out of a toilet. There you go. So it's a no reference to that. And the, the, the thing is, Wait, never, that's why you don't have two guys, toilets in a bathroom. I keep getting derailed. The Cheryl moment when she was like, fact. Can I throw a theory hysterical. out to you guys really quickly before we get back to the Cheryl moment? You didn't even Just, let me finish my fucking sentence. No, I would no, have been I, done, and then we could have <laughs> let you fucking talk. But you had to I cut me know. off. It felt like you were about to go off on a whole thing about Cheryl or something. Jesus Christ. But I have a really important theory that I need to throw by you. Oh, I was so, trying to say the fact moment was nice where she was like, fact. That was cool. Thank Cheryl. you. Now, please. This was a good episode for Cheryl. She was just helping everyone. Yeah, she's great. I love that. We talked about that last week where I felt like Cheryl going bananas crazy. Madeline Patch does a great job with it, but I love seeing Cheryl working with everybody and kind of working against them at the same time. It's a lot yeah. more fun. She's a chaos she's, agent. Here's my theory to throw it out to you guys. Jughead is eventually going to uh, uh, accept the fact that he is the leader of the Serpents, right? Yes. So he's going to lead the Serpents. He's at the Southside High School. Archie has this insane army red oh, circle shit, that he's building. Well, we had the hint. Pop casually dropped the riots that happened years ago, I think we're going to see a repeat of whatever those riots are. I think we're going to see Jughead's army, the Southside Serpents, versus Archie's army, the Red Circle, with Hiram and whatever is going with the Black Hood stuck in the middle. Wow. Uh, interesting. I feel like that could be a possibility. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's they that's have awesome. That. But I will say, I don't think the Black Hood is a part of that at all. I feel like that's just some chaos that happens before we yeah, actually And Hiram is just using it. But to what end? What is Because Hi- Hiram is clearly baiting Archie to create this army, and at the end of the episode, we see Hiram just enjoying this He's Archie's like weird doing... sex video with the red circle. <laughs> He's straight up doing the Antonio Banderas moment from, uh, what is that, uh, Desperado? Desperado, yeah. Yeah, Desperado. Uh, he's doing that. So I, I couldn't quite see it. I tried to freeze frame it, but they pull out to the wide shot, and he's in, Hiram is in his study. There's that creepily large painting of Veronica in the background. Pretty weird to have in your office. But on the right side, there's a drafting table with a bunch of plans. And you can't really see what it is. But we know Hiram is all about that real estate. That's what he was doing last season. We still don't know why he wanted the drive-in, what was going on with these properties, he clearly has some big plan he's working on. It seems like he's trying to like destroy Riverdale so he can yeah. rebuild it, but to what end? Like if he's trying to build like a hotel, what people want to go into a, a town and stay in a hotel where everyone has been murdered. Right. I mean, if it was the comics, it would be something like that, right? Yes. You'd be like, I'm building a mall, but that feels boring and weird. It's probably a jail. Show. He's building a jail. A jail? Yeah. That's a weird guess. That all, Well, I, I mean, that's at least more aligned in terms of creepy or some sort of like spooky graveyard. Uh, a couple of quick stray observations before we get to the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. Polly's back and raising a fuss. She wants to yeah. get out of town. Uh, we talked about how Polly just like vanished last uh, And she will continue episodes. to vanish. And she will, yeah. <laughs> uh, we get to see... Who's uh, Polly? Uh, Betty's sister uh, oh, who was a, right. a, a major linchpin of season one. Um, we see Ethel Barb. Barb is back. Oh, I yes. got the Barb thing. I was screaming at my TV. And obviously, I was screaming, no! Barb is always dying all the time no, in every TV appearance. Yeah. Uh, but she, she got away, though. That, she got away. What I liked about that was that was a good tie into Stranger Things 2, which is hitting yep. on Netflix this week. Very smart casting. Yeah, in a couple days. Oh, man. Uh, we get Archie and Reggie on patrol. We get Hiram turning Archie into a rum guzzling 
terrorist. <laughs> the the rum moment in this episode I thought was so weird. It's like you like rum. I make rum. I like rum. And yeah, yeah, like, very And Archie also vacillated a lot in this episode between like I'm a crazy vigilante and also just like I'm my regular dumb Archie self who's like yeah rum and I love I love having loud sex with your daughter in your apartment oh yeah, yeah. that was insane when he was like you don't fuck I was like yeah. oh shit yeah uh, we get uh, the payoff of the Kevin stuff is he has in this encounter in the Firebird uh, encounter with this guy in the Firebird yes he bails on it which was very cool I thought so that was the moment where I screamed again out loud because is, uh, Kevin it wasn't has... the Barb moment? No, no, it was the moment when Kevin gets stabbed. That he has, a, it turns out it's a hallucination, but Kevin is maybe picking up this guy in a car. Yeah. The guy looks at him and is like, come in, you got to get in the car, you got to get in the car. And then he stabs him right in the gut. Yeah. And I was like, no, you yeah. do, no, don't kill Kevin Keller. But it turns out to be a hallucination. Kevin realizes, yeah, you know what? Maybe Betty is a little bit right. Maybe I have it. I thought this really was a nice sort moment. of arc for the episode. And the final thing that I think is trouble brewing is Veronica saying she wants to get deeper into Lodge Industries. Yeah, uh, I feel all, like that's going to be. Yeah, but we also got to talk about the whole, like, Veronica's mom just straight up threatens Veronica's life. Yeah. She straight yeah. up was like. I'll fucking kill you if you play with me. Yeah, it's uh, that. It's situation. insane. Yeah, it's pretty She's, and like Veronica's sitting there like polishing silver. I was like, this is turning into some crazy shit in this house. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't that know. whole I, house. I think getting back to what we were talking about originally, I'm just not sure what they're going for with the Lodge storyline right now. It seems like a lot of things that they haven't quite crystallized. Well, I think that was this, the way this whole episode played was sort of a very middle ground episode where... It's not. They're not paying off any plot lines. They're just laying on a ton of stuff. That's why the yeah. Kevin story felt like the arc of the episode, but it was mixed up with a million crazy things. Yeah. Well, so it was a. It was a very middling episode. Fuck you. Uh, this was an intense episode. You can't say it was middling. That's completely bullshit. Why do you take that uh, so personally? Um, how do you guys? Feel? I thought we were going to get a great Luke Perry moment here, where Luke Perry finally gets to sit down with his son. You're like, oh god, talk some sense into this fucking maniac. And all Luke Perry was just like, hey, be careful, man. I was like, Luke, no, here's more, the thing. please. Like, you can't. This show has very clearly established that Fred Andrews is a terrible father. Yeah, <laughs> he's just really Absentee. bad. He doesn't give good father speeches on this show. And I think he doesn't notice like, like his son is forming an army and he's not like, hey, dude, yeah. chill with the flyers. <laughs> yeah. Like, what maybe the put fuck? a mask on in your video. Like, I was just at that. I was no so doubt, excited. They about won't that. recognize me because I'm not showing off my pecs. Yeah. I was great, just, great I body. just felt like that could have been such a better moment there. And it was just very disappointing. Cool. All right. We are going to move on with our last two things. First of all, let's talk about Betty or Veronica this episode. Who was your pick for this episode, Betty or Veronica? Justin? Honestly, neither one. Yeah. They were barely Whoa, in this episode. Cheryl. Uh, and I would go, I was very, I thought Tony Topaz was a great, uh, great introduction to that character. Very interested wow. in uh, following her. I would throw that. Oh, so you think. Betty is just going to be fine with it. Yeah, Betty's out. Oh, no more Betty. All right, what about you, Pete? Yeah, Cheryl. But Betty and Veronica were both crazy annoying this episode. Oh, man. I um, was very disappointed in both of them as characters in this episode. 
Uh, I mean, I mostly agree with you guys, but because I actually want to play by the rules of our podcast, I'm going to say Veronica. If anything, Betty was kind of disappointing in terms of how she went after Kevin Keller. But Veronica at least made some moves. She was pushing back on her parents. She's not taking any shit from them. Threw a fun sleepover. uh, Got some rum for her boyfriend. That's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Veronica. I want to introduce a new section where it's Archie or Jughead. Oh, Archie or Jughead? Yeah, to throw that. Uh, we yeah. can't be so gendered on this show. Yeah, exactly. Let's throw an nice. Archie or Jughead. Uh, I'm going to go with Veronica because... Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> You're not playing by the rules of the show. It's oh, Archie or oh, Jughead. Wow, okay. Uh, Archie or Jughead? I'm going to say Jughead because Archie was yes. ridiculous. Yes, yeah. agreed. Pete. But also, I should mention, it's always going to be Jughead. Really? All, all day, or day. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Interesting. What about you? Jugs. Also Jughead. Wow. Um, I, and if you ask me, Archie or Jughead, I will always say uh, Kevin Keller. I thought this is a great <laughs> Kevin Keller episode. And I loved his scene with Moose. All right. Yeah, before we wrap up, who shot Fred Andrews? Who's the Black Hood? I guess who is the Black Hood? Yeah. Who do you think? Pete, what's your theory? Uh, it's uh, Crazy Green Eyes. We haven't seen him yet. <laughs> Someone we don't know. Crazy green eyes. Uh, crazy green eyes. Old green eyes. Frank Sinatra. Uh, I think it's going to be contact lenses that are the green eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because I think it is somebody we know. Well, and then if that's... You just blew my mind. I'm going to say it's the cop. It's the uh, sheriff. Sheriff Keller. Yeah. Sheriff Interesting. Keller. Um, my first thought in this episode was Archie. What? what? I know that's probably not going to be true, and it's pretty crazy, but Archie's behaving insane, and I feel like he's someone who... Split personality, He's Archie? having, like, psychotic breaks. Well, there's part of the Black Hood so is So you that, think it's a whole Fight Club thing going on? I mean, I don't want to <laughs> say that, because that's what everybody says. But, I, I mean, that occurred to me in this episode that Archie has gone mad, and I think the fact the Black Hood... Is, compels people to He wouldn't have shot his things. own dad. That's impossible. Well, we're well, going to learn might, what something. About a, what about this? Just to add to your theory, because I, I don't know if I totally believe it, but let's say there was a guy who shot Fred Andrews. It was just a robbery, random robbery, shot Fred Andrews. But then Archie was so broken by it, that would explain why he knew where Miss Grundy was and went and attacked and killed Miss Grundy. He knew Moose and Midge would be going into the woods and where they would park, so he attacked them. Um, but he didn't know about the jingle jangle. Yeah, Yo, Archie knows, knows about that old jingle jangle. Oh, she knows that jingle jangle. Archie does I'm not just know saying, that if I were to just see this episode, I feel like Archie is the Black Hood. No way. Uh, interesting. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Cooper just because... I mean, he, that's what I actually... Yeah. <laughs> and that's only based on the fact that he is the only person on the show who has the right build for the Black Hood right now. Like, anybody else they reveal is going to be like, oh, that's a much smaller person. But I would argue, though, there is some precedent from season one where he was behaving like a vigilante, yep. and I think he yep. could take that into his it would, further hands. It would be a significant... Like, I, I don't even totally believe this theory just because it would be a significant leap for him to go so insane that he starts killing people randomly Riverdale. Yeah. All right. That's it for Riverdale After Dark. If you like this podcast and other podcasts we do, you can support them on patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night in New York at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft that's totally free. We're happy to talk to you about Riverdale or really anything that's going Truly on in your life. Absolutely. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about all the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com and be sure to rent Ghoulies now on VHS. No. 
Don't no, great movie. No, it can't be. Southside for life. <laughs> 